I only do SEO. I like to come in hand in hand with a web developer. So especially if you are a web developer that has marketing, you need to work hand in hand. Like I don't personally think web developers themselves know SEO as well as they think they do, because I think you really need to specialize in one thing. Hello and welcome to the Simple and Smart SEO Show, where we provide tips and advice to improve your website's search engine ranking. I'm Brittany Herzberg, SEO copywriter for holistic health and wellness pros who want to show up as the answer to a Googled question. And I'm Krista Waddell, an e-commerce seller and content creator. I help business owners communicate the value of their products and services through content so you can make more sales and grow your business. We are business besties who love learning and sharing what we've learned. So what are we waiting for? Let's jump in. Okay, so I have had a promise to do some SEO for her, but when I was helping her with her, we were trying, the question is, what is the job of a web developer versus an SEO? Because her web developer for her Shopify store. And so (laughs) I was just, you know, at first I was like, oh my gosh, this is terrible. This is terrible. And I looked at the contract and it did say something about SEO. But then I was listening to a different podcast because that's what I do all day. And um, they said, well, look, your web developer is supposed to hand you a website that's done and SEO handles the SEO. So I just wondered, what's your thought on that? And maybe even the situation that I just explained, what do you think of what happened to my client? Well, first of all, I'd want to get my money back or mm-hmm. make them redo it. I'd want the money back for that specific service or make them redo it. My personal opinion is, as I only do SEO, I like to come in hand in hand with a web developer. So especially if you are a web developer that has marketing, you need to work hand in hand. Like I don't personally think web developers themselves know SEO as well as they think they do, because I think you really need to specialize in one thing. So I think Mm -hmm. that SEO and web developers need to work hand in hand. Like for instance, when I've worked at other web companies, I come in right away with the web developers. So as they're building out the pages, I'm writing the content, I'm optimizing the pages so that it's ready to go. It's all ready when it's to go live. And I realize not everyone can do that, but I think that you should do soft launches until you can get your page fully optimized. But personally, I mean, I think it's great that they hired you to come in and fix that. But Mm. I do think that they, you need to watch that. Like you need to like vet that. Yeah. Well, here's something interesting. I was like, oh my gosh, I can pretty much build an entire business around this because Mm -hmm. I went to the Shopify, like they were requiring her to leave a review, a five-star review before they would release the next group of work, you know? So I went to their, you know, Shopify partner page or whatever and I could see like these duplicate reviews or reviews from the same people multiple times or whatever. So then I'm like, okay, well, let me go check out their websites. Let me go check out their domain authority. Oh man, yeah. you know, we're talking zero to four domain authority. And I thought, you know what? Now I can just follow up with all of these people and say, hey, I know exactly what happened to you. I can help you fix it. But in the meantime, you know, it also feels, you know, I just feel bad for him. I feel bad that people can be so taken advantage of, you know. Well, and that's what you and I keep running into. And I'm sure you do too, Stephanie, because like the two examples you just talked about, I had a client that when we were on the initial call, he's like, yeah, I've worked with a copywriter and they required in the contract that I would write a testimonial for them. That's not cool. That's not okay. Mm-hmm. That's not a standard contract procedure. So like, no. And then I totally lost the other example. Oh, with working with the web developer. I'm doing that right now with a client. 
And in the past, I've had some clients who are like, oh, can you do the copywriting and design the page? And I did it once for a friend and I won't be doing it again because it's just not my forte. It's not my thing. Mm -hmm. And they're not going to end up with as good of a result if I'm going to do the design. Similarly, if this web designer would have been doing the SEO for this other client, it's just, it's just not what her strong suit is. It's not my strength to go and do web developing. Yeah. I mean, that's just my opinion too, versus my experience as well. Yeah. Okay. So let's say that you Google your business name and -hmm. you don't come up in like the one, two or three spot, or even on the first page, what do you do first? Uh, So I, that's me, (laughs) Um, (laughs) but I do want to caveat to this just because some, So I do this because I know there's good things still on page four, five, and six. So if you don't find what you're looking for, I I still do recommend to go to those other pages because there's still really good content. But obviously, you want to rank on number one. So I think for your website, are are you meaning like the the homepage, like or just your website in general? Well, you know, like if I if I search uh, Crystal Waddell and I didn't pop up crystalwaddell.com you know, or yeah. collage and wood. I didn't pop up collageandwood.com in like the first result yeah. or the second, what do I do? Yeah. So that's again. So the, yeah, that's me because my name is not known at all. So what I recommend is really that authority getting out there, going on podcasts, make sure you're, are you optimizing your keywords for the right keywords? So I like to use Uber suggest, let's say you're going after all high ranking. So you in, in Uber suggest it goes green, high or orangish medium mm-hmm. and then like red low right so make sure you're in the medium to low keyword so if you're going after high ranking keywords for your own website you won't rank right because you're going up against people that have high domain authorities or maybe they're even paying on top of it so sometimes a lot of people do paid search with organic search so make sure go look at your keywords and see hey are people actually even searching for these keywords so check that go through every page do an audit of your website so that's actually what i did um um, I audited my whole entire blog. I, I have five pages now. So that's like, I don't know, 25 blogs. And I found that a lot of the keywords I were was going after are not at all what people were actually searching for. So I mm-hmm. started Same. looking at the low. I go out. So I said medium and low, but I personally go after low, low because I'm, you know, not knowing new. So, and what, when I say low, because if you go after high, we'll use that GMC Buick as one, you'll never, you'll never rank. Right. Mm -hmm. And people are not going to type in your name, right? Nobody's going to type in Stephanie Marie marketing. So you want to make sure that you are targeting those keywords that people are ranking for. So SEO specialists in Seattle, people are looking for that. So make sure that a lot of my keywords are surrounded around that, like SEO specialist in Bellevue, that's another city, right? So start using cities around that. Mm -hmm. Um, People like to help local. Uh, While I do national um, clients, people like to help local companies as well. So really look at that. Yeah. Um, And I think that's important, even if you're not a brick and mortar place, like I have a massage therapy practice and I have Ah. this virtual copywriting business. It doesn't matter. Like me being associated with Raleigh, North Carolina is helpful for me because people are going to be searching for that. And there's a lot of people there. Exactly. I mean, and Seattle is competitive. I, but so I go after smaller towns too in my area. Mm-hmm. But so make sure you don't just use those broad keywords like SEO expert in 
SEO. I don't know. I just made that up. Right. But (laughs) don't go after sometimes those more niche keywords. Do something like I do that. Right. I look for like Mm -hmm. web developers in my area because I love to support and I personally love to support women owned businesses. So I make Mm -hmm. sure I have woman owned business optimized as well. I really Um, like that. I need to do that with my website because I've realized by having, yeah. Yes. So I put that in my title. I put that on my social media because I, nothing wrong with men businesses, (laughs) but I really do like to, you know, help women out and get them business. Well, then again, it's not, it's not a bad thing. It's just like, we're looking for the people who are looking for us. We want to put out the flag so that enough people are like, oh yeah, this matches who I'm looking for and the help that I need. And boom, it's done. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So when you were talking earlier about Uber suggests, it's funny. I think in almost every single podcast interview we've done so far, we've talked about Uber suggests, like either we're using it or, you know, a guest is using it. And so, um, (laughs) yeah, when you, when you use a tool like Uber suggests, can you be confident that they are recommending white hat SEO techniques versus anything that's going to impact your site negatively? Yeah. So I, I'm a hundred percent bored with them. Neil Patel. Mm-hmm. I, he's the one that he owns it or maybe he bought it. I'm not sure, but I follow him on LinkedIn and social media. I think he's yeah. spot on. He also bought answer the public. Yes. Which is mm-hmm. you, the only way you're, you can get really, really good um, answers um, is to put in one to two keywords on there. I, it can't really handle more than that. It doesn't know how to answer the question. So I actually like to use that. And you can do two free searches a day. Otherwise you have to pay. So yep. I do two free searches a day. So I actually like to do every that day. <laughs> every day. I do. Even if I don't need to, I like to stack up my questions. Um, so I do answer the public in conjunction with Uber Suggest, and I have not found it failed yet. It's very spot on. But I also use those Google snippets. So the tools I use, so I use the Google snippets where people are asking questions, Uber suggests with answer the public. I use, I like to use those kind of hand in hand. I do Moz. I do do paid, the paid version of Moz. And then I do Screaming Frog for um, image, like make sure images are compressed appropriately and not causing your page to load too slow. So, and I use a free version on that, but the ones I pay for are Moz and Uber Suggest. Amazing. I like talking SEO tools. Okay. I'm going to do this kind of backwards because we just like got so into this conversation and I love it, but I want to ask you, we've been talking about white hat versus black hat SEO, but I don't think we really took a minute to kind of explain what that is. So would you kindly explain what that is? Yeah. So black hat, I look at it more. It's not seen by the Google, by the world. So like I mentioned, the keyword stuffing on the back end, that's really bad or link farming. So buying a bunch of links and just putting them on your website that aren't, they're nothing. Let's say I just bought a link to, I don't know, a calculator website. Mm -hmm. So it's just buying links to things that aren't even related to you. So that's more black hat SEO doing things kind of under the cuff, right? Just not, if you have to question what you're doing, this is like people are good, then it's probably not. And then white hat SEO is, you know, like optimizing your blog appropriately, putting in the targeted keyword on each page two to three times. If you use WordPress or whatever, like Shopify, you mentioned, they all have backend um, either plugins that you buy or plugins that are already there. They give you what you need to optimize the um, title, slug, meta description, all of that. So if you just follow that, keep up on, you know, industry news, tips, you know, that's, yeah. 
Oh yeah. Sorry. Okay. So I'm over here raising my hand. And if I ever do that, you could go ahead and finish. I just didn't want to interrupt you because it made me, uh, made me think of something because what if you have a lot of low quality backlinks, but it wasn't because you bought a bunch of low quality backlinks. It's because a bunch of low quality uh, sites decided to link Mm. to you. I mean, is it worth it to go in and like disavow or should I ignore it? What should someone do? Okay. I I would. Yeah. Yeah. So actually I just was reading about that. You should disavow or you should reach out to them. I I mean, I have no shame. I'll reach out to people no matter (laughs) what, reach out to them and ask them to remove you. Like, Mm -hmm. so I do, I do either of those. I mean, if somebody's just linking to you to link to you and they're a bad website, you don't want that at all. No. You don't want that kind of attention. No, not at all. Okay. Um, so white hat SEO is more kind of like it's above board, right? Right. Like, doing things on the up and up. Like you can black. See, like, let's say see it more so than not see it in black hat SEO, right? It's doing things more behind the scenes, mm-hmm. doing things that people, like we just mentioned, like paying, paying for links. You should never, ever in your life pay for links. Mm-hmm. Don't ever pay for links. So those are the two things I would say, like keyword stuffing backend. And then don't pay for links at all. Yeah. Black hat SEO has just made me think of like the dark web. Like yeah, don't do the sure. bad things. Yeah. So in general, like how do you define just SEO, like the broader concept? What does it mean to you? What do you think of? I also want to let you know that my free three-day challenge is back. So if you want to join the Supercharger SEO three-day challenge, it is June 4th, 5th, and 6th, and you can register for free at crystalwidell.com forward slash supercharge. So hope to see you inside the challenge. Yeah, I just think of it's getting you or your clients to rank in the SERP, which is the search engine results page. So when somebody Googles you, it's getting them to rank on the first page or hopefully in the top three, because that's usually above the fold. And Unfortunately, a lot of people don't necessarily scroll below the fold. So Mm -hmm. my that it's just when you search being on the first page or above the fold um, and organic, right? So you'll know if it's ad, it will say ad. That is not organic at all. I know it sounds like intuitive, but not necessarily to everyone. So ad, not organic. It's the organic that you see the list. Mm -hmm. So that's the SEO version. Okay. So I have a question about, okay, like competitor research, mm-hmm. um, because it's like, okay, is competitor research black hat or white hat? Like, um, can you find out what they're doing and how do you see their keywords? And is that okay? <laughs> I mean, yeah, we, I mean, <laughs> everyone does it. I, how I've always done it, it's probably kind of janky to do, but I do the right click and look in the HTML code. And then I just search for um, title, meta description, and see what they got going on. But then Uber Suggest also does show you like what they're writing as well, um, trending for on um, in articles. So I like to tell my clients, hey, you should riff off of this and write something because, you know, you got to outrank your competitors. But I do it. Honestly, I do it that way. And I look at what their title is and meta description and alt text, which is image text. Yes. So yeah, yeah of course, awesome. everyone, right? Everyone. Yes. So so competitive research falls under white hat SEO. Yes. That's yes, cool. for sure. Okay. I mean, yeah. That was never a question of mine then. Um yeah. for anyone listening though, the like going and searching for like other blogs or articles that your competitors quote unquote are writing, it's not copying it. It's like you read something, mm. 
And I always like to encourage my clients or myself to think of, okay, this is their take on it. Do I have a different take on it? Do I agree with some things? Can I just use the structure of like how they're explaining things? So look at it more as like inspiration versus like, I'm just going to do the exact same thing. Yeah, for sure. And then I also like, like the client I'm thinking of, they're a publishing client and their competitor does a lot of Q&A with publishing um, magazines. So I always say, hey, can we get the CEO? to get on here too so see what your competitors are doing are they speaking on podcasts are they getting interviews Mm -hmm. in online publications maybe magazines like that come to people's mail i don't know (laughs) anymore but you know see what see what they're doing like hop on that that is not bad how do you think people get to the top they look at what the best are doing yeah so And I think there's a even a place in Uber suggests where it tells you it's like, hey, look, um, these websites are linking to your competitor, mm-hmm. but they're not yeah. linking to you. You exactly. know, so it's you know kind of like a guiding hand to say, hey, look, if you want to rank higher and you want to do better, you might want to think about reaching out to these same people yeah. because your competitors are. So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, hundred percent. Okay, so my next question, I guess, would be, what kind of gaps do you see most often? in your audits, like when you do audits for people, because um, Steph has a free audit if you mention this podcast episode. So um, if you want to reach out to her to do that, um, definitely, you know, use the links in the show notes. But I was just curious, like when you, when you're doing these audits, what kind of gaps do you see the most? I notice a lot of people forget to optimize for the slug. And so the slug is, you know, after your website, like Stephanie remarketing forward slash forward slash that slug right after that, that needs to be whatever keyword you're wanting to rank for that page. And a lot of people miss that because they think, I think it auto generates something. Right. And so they miss that and just let it auto generate. So make sure you always optimize for your slug. Um, That's one of the biggest optimization challenges that I see. A lot of people have, again, we've talked about people are graphic designers, videos, they have these massively big files that are causing the page to slow down. So I, I use screaming frog to let them know you, you got to like compress these images. And so what's a great tool also is Google's page speed tool. And you can see what is actually also slowing your page down. Um, so I really recommend that. So if your slug is not optimized, you definitely should optimize it. Uh, Do not do a redirect, go in and fix that. And you will see, so I'm thinking of WordPress specifically, if you fix the URL, it'll show you, you want to change it from this to this. So it will give you a warning sign and then always, you know, change it to that. And so it'll automatically redirect to that page. You don't need to fix anything or do anything. It goes right to that. So, I mean, it really comes down to just people are not optimizing their pages and they're they have got way too many videos and beautiful images and I love it but you know it's really quality over quantity and then that's where I like to come in and look at their analytics and say well people aren't clicking on these so this is you need to look at this so the big gaps are those and then um the slug because people have the same slug so like forward slash forward slash contact well you should say forward slash forward slash contact SEO specialist. So it should be something, you know, obviously related to the page, but optimize that because it's really big part of SEO as well. And you're you're saying that, yeah. And you're saying that you can go in and update the URL and it'll just automatically. Automatically. Because I I have not had any leg time or anything like that. It's automatically changed. 
Okay. Cause I've had a problem on my site really? like Squarespace where I updated oh, okay. like the services page and okay. it created a broken link. So oh. I know that with the audit, yeah, I don't know why it didn't just huh. automatically update. And it was before I really knew what I was doing with SEO. Okay. So now I personally, what I found since that happened to me, I don't want that to happen to a client of mine. I wish I had seen like no problems because that would have been a magical, yeah. wonderful world. Mm. But what I've suggested them to do, like this happened with the sales page, I suggested, you know, have you linked the sales page in a, lot, in a lot of places? Yes. Okay. Let's keep that one, duplicate the page once we update the copy and then optimize that URL. And we can put that new one in different places, like on Instagram, if you have it in a links page, or if you have it in an email or whatever the case may be. So do you think maybe that only happens with certain website hosts? So I, I use Squarespace. I, I, what I can speak to is I did it for my, I had a shirt business and I Mm -hmm. actually, it's not good for e-commerce. So sorry if anyone's using it for e-commerce, but I did (laughs) my shirt business on there and it was terrible. And I moved it to Shopify. I didn't, I don't remember seeing that personally. I can't, okay. I can't say off the top of my head. I don't want to speak that I saw it and I didn't. Um, but doing Shopify and WordPress, I've never seen it. It's automatically redirected. I mean, this isn't always the use case, but I haven't seen any problem with it. I'm happy to hear that. <laughs> yeah. I, I think Squarespace is a really hard website personally and to optimize. It's It's pretty hard to optimize for. Got it. I have one more question and I know Crystal has more questions for me. How many terms do you think? Because I personally have like a number that I like using for the URL slug. Like I like to keep it between like this and this many terms. Do you do you have a preference? Do you have like a favorite number to stick with? Um, I like to keep it whatever the keyword is. So even if the keyword is like 20 characters, mm-hmm. it, it'll be 20 characters. Well, I'm even talking about like how many terms, like I try oh, to term, keep it. Sorry. I, I like to keep it about three to four. I try to yes. keep it three to four. Yeah. That's mine. And I didn't Good realize. Shopify, okay. I'm sorry. I haven't worked on Shopify in a while. It looks like you have to click a box to redirect. So yeah. sorry. I misspoke on that one, but thank you. Yeah. We're all, oh, we're all yeah. always no, it's okay. <laughs> Um, yeah, I learned that the hard way, you know, because yeah. that's why I was asking that that question about the redirect for a blog page that was doing really well, because mm. it's like, you know, I had this blog that I had written a long time ago that happens to do amazingly well, but it wasn't fully optimized. And so then I, you know, went ahead and optimized it, created a redirect, but it's just, you know, kind of funny that it was doing well without even op- being optimized. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. I, I also sometimes... Yeah. Okay. That's fair enough. I also sometimes, for instance, um, one of my clients has holiday, a holiday post that's doing really well again, because they're a publishing company and they post to different holiday things. Anyways, I told them to keep that one, right? Cause it's already doing well. Don't touch it and just redo it for 2022. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So don't necessarily touch that because it is already ranking. Yeah. So I love that riff off yeah. of that. Don't, don't duplicate the content. Don't, but redo it in. Um, yeah. Okay. Right. Just update that page, yep. that blog yep. post. Yeah. Do you have, right. um, you mentioned optimizing images because of like page speed and everything. Yeah. You've asked yeah. so many questions. It's my turn. <laughs> and we're so selfish with these, with these interviews. Um, do you have any like quick tips to optimize images? Cause that's one thing that I know I want to go back and update in my own website. And I would love to learn some quick tips. I mean, I just, whatever the keyword is that you're optimizing that page for, I just put in the alt text that that's, so it's really like easy, quick, 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 just whatever the keyword is, just add it into the alt text. 
Mm-hmm. Anything about like image sizes? Like, do you? So I'm. Don't quote me on any of that. That's why you screaming <laughs> frog. It tells yeah. me exactly. So you screaming frog. It tells you exactly what you need to compress it to or put it at. So that's gotcha. why I'm like screaming frog. So I don't have to think about the sizes. <laughs> Again, it's free. So use yeah. it. I haven't noticed any them 